Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek here. Eric here. And Jason. Happy Monday, guys. Hope you had a good weekend. I did indeed. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. Eric. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get let's get into our stories. I don't care that much about your life. Yeah. Speaking of good weekend. Um, so yeah, big, big weekend, actually. The uh the wedding of the century. I mean, right? It's early in the century, so I'm calling it. J Lo and Ben okay. at the wedding of the century. Uh they had the big, big affair in Georgia at his sort of palatial estate. I don't know how you would describe it. Um, I read some articles that it has sort of an interesting history and some people were saying, oh, this is actually... Everything you know, in Savannah got has a an color, interesting history. Well, past, well, but I mean, it's his house. Just, it's just his to estate. talk on that, it's a huge estate in Georgia. Everything that was a huge yeah. estate in Georgia was once upon a time plantation, right? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Um, but it didn't It didn't destroy the affair. So this is in Savannah, Georgia and Jen Garner... Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. So it was a huge affair. There was some talk about this walkway, whether they were going to have a pure reception, which is just a dance party. People show up and celebrate their love because remember, they got married in Vegas. They yeah. had a quickie wedding where J-Lo said, I want to be with the plebes and stand in line and <laughs> be at the Vegas, uh, sorry, the wedding capital of the world and get married that way. But they actually did another um, sort of ceremony. Yeah, an anti-plebe yeah. ceremony. Yeah, we're anti-plebe. This oh, was remember, we were who. all so shocked, like, wow, J-Lo had a quickie Vegas wedding. Who'd have yeah. thought? You thought she'd do something big. She did, this she was did a, both. As lavish an affair you'd ever seen. It had a 200-foot walkway. It had, obviously, the huge house. A 20-foot train on her dress. A 20-foot yeah. train on her dress, which had, you needed, uh, the, that's why you needed that huge walkway to accommodate the train. Which you starts had, to become the length of a real train. 20 feet is like, <laughs> that's a boxcar. That's a short train. <laughs> and she's got a caboose, so and there we got, go. She's got the most famous uh, caboose in yeah, the they, world. They met guests on the dock, yes. which is really nice. Yep. People came up on boats and... Uh, yeah, it was really, really a stunning affair, and you know, good for them. They've waited. Tw- this is yeah. twenty some years in the making. Twenty, and, they and wanted to get married at this house originally they, twenty years right. ago. Right, yes. and she, and she, to the point that we were making when we, she had the the timid affair in Vegas. You know, this is that's not who she is. She is a person yes. who likes to flaunt what she has, and she has all the wealth in the world. Spend it however you want. There was a um, real celebration of of the like long term uh, sort of romance that they've shared because there were all these cursive expressions. Did you see some of them? No. Where it was like love never dies, love uh-huh. is worth waiting for, yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. I, yeah. I'm butchering them, but they really played up the fact like that... Like the titles of her movies, basically. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> Made in Manhattan. It's yeah. true. They all seem like rom-coms. Yeah. But yeah. what was interesting to me is they played up so much the fact that this is the affair that was always meant to be. Right. And when you, when you really lean into the fact that we were together 20 years ago and this is the culmination of that... It sends sort of a, a bit of a message to the mates in between, right? That they well, were sort of the holding place. Yes. And this is what's interesting to me because a lot of them didn't show up. Right. Well, Jennifer Gardner None of them did. Jennifer yeah. Gardner, at the very same time this wedding is going on, she is at a Sam's Club. <laughs> Can you be <laughs> <Yeah>. any more <laughs> at a sort of like downstream place than going to Sam's Club on their big lavish wedding day. Yes. I'm remar- it's, it's I, I find it remarkable message. that she goes to Sam's Club at all. I really do. But With her dad from West person, Virginia, just a trip yeah. to Sam's Yeah, Club. this is who they are. This is who she is, right? She's a girl from West Virginia. She's like, from Charleston. Yes, I'm yeah. from West Virginia. Like You go to Sam's Club. You go to God, Sam's she's Club. She's got to be the most famous daughter from like West Virginia. I don't know any most famous daughter? I just, yeah, most you're the famous, famous daughter. Famous. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, Sadly true. Actually. Yeah, I know. Mark Anthony also did not go to the wedding. No, he was on a yacht. 
And he was at a marina waving to dock workers. Now, both of them, all smiles. So we often read into body language. Jen Gardner actually was with, I think, an employee of Sam's Club, and she was in good spirits. She was not downtrodden. There weren't these shots of her sort of sad, kicking rocks outside or anything like that. And same with Mark Anthony. Well, none of their divorces seemed particularly bitter or contentious like Ben had his issues but Fair. Jen never like attacked him Mark Anthony never attacked you J-Lo. still never know what emotions are going to come yes, out when you don't when the day of get gets gets yeah. uh, gets remarried one, but whatever I mean one person who was there that kind of surprised me was Kevin Smith mm, because yes. remember and Kevin Jason Smith Mews. has said for years that like Ben Affleck kind of stopped talking to him he's like you know I remember he, Kevin Smith was like you know I used to talk to the press too much and Ben's like I got to distance myself. Got it. But he got the invite, so good for him. Glad you're still. Do you think he was there with- like we got to give an invite to Kevin Smith? He's going to talk about it. <laughs> well, we invited Jason Mewes. You can't have like Jay and No Silent Bob, <laughs> right. so they needed yeah. to be the tandem. It was funny. Kevin Smith was in white shorts because it was a bit of a white party, right? Like, yeah. A, like yeah. They all everyone wore white suits, but Kevin Smith has shorts on, which yeah. I thought was pretty amazing. Do you have a white hockey jersey? The last person <laughs> that wasn't invited that's worth noting is uh, or didn't attend yeah. that's worth noting is Casey Affleck, Ben's yeah. brother. Uh, you know, they were once upon a time very close. I know Ben launched Casey's career, and Casey yeah. had some career, won an Academy Award, sure. but he was recently canceled a couple of years ago. I don't want to read too much there, into that. There's some issues. Maybe, there. maybe Casey, maybe they, they might be fine. He might have just been like, you know what, I'm going to yeah. bring some maybe negative attention you don't want. I'll just possibly, I guess so. There was some stories also that their mom may have been injured or something in case he was tending to her. Who knows? But he wasn't there, and I think it's sort of interesting when your brother, but yeah, but and once upon a time, best friend was not. Was for not sure, there. sure. But he tried to tamp down any sort of controversy by uh, sort of tweeting at her or sending her a message saying, yeah. welcome to the family, get ready for some real dysfunction. Just kidding. Right, right. He's right, not right. kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. He wrote kidding. I'm kidding twice, but there's a little truth <laughs> yeah. in that. Every family is dysfunctional. Of course. And if there's anybody into that, you get, you get that bag when you when you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking but, of baggage uh, and, and dysfunctional family, and dysfunctional <laughs> family. Scott Disick, uh, very much in the news. Obviously, all the Kardashians are always in the news, but Scott Disick yeah. got his got his uh, turn on the on the on the headlines. He uh, was driving his Lamborghini up in Calabasas, a pretty horrific accident. Flipped the car over on the side. He is apparently fine. Some a little bit dinged up, cut on his forehead. The car, we, we said in our headline that it too was dinged up on the website, but it turns out that this <laughs> then you thing, get the photos. <laughs> then you see the photos, and half the car is basically shredded, and all the windows are blown out. The car lands on its, on its side. side. Yeah, it there's, a, there's a brick mailbox, and it's one of these, you know, super wealthy suburban mailboxy kind of things. It's like two feet square. Looks uh, sturdy. It looks sturdy. It's definitely in the ground in yeah. cement, and it's completely been dislodged. So he was going, the, the thought is currently there's no reason to believe drugs or alcohol were, were at play. Maybe some is, speeding. Thought as he was going very, very fast. And he had to be to flip a car yeah. over to, to dislodge a, a cement mailbox out of the ground. That's something. I think of Scott Disick as leading the most charmed life imaginable. So seeing a headline like this is the most Scott Disick thing. Yeah. Scott Disick flips Lambo, walks away unscathed. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's just Scott Disick in a nutshell. Scott, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Scott Disick has led a life that is charmed. I mean, there's no other real word for it. Like he he fell into the most successful family, had several kids with Courtney uh, Kardashian. Now he beds has several that 20-year-olds. Into, yes. yeah. Has parlayed that into immense fame and then just it spends his time sleeping with the hottest woman in the world. And it's driving like, his Lambo really and fast. Driving, and driving his, his Lambo fast yeah. in the ritziest neighborhood and, in Los Angeles, And Calabasas. crashes it, but there and, are and no repercussions. Think, like, all the, we always say yes. it's like all the guys that were part of the Kardashian family by dating or marriage or whatever usually tend to come out worse at the end. Yes. Yes. He's the one who never did. It's yes. like he, he maintained is- a relationship. He's done well. He thrived from that show. Yes. Everybody else sort of 
took you know, a turn. You know what it's like? It's like he drank as a milkshake all the luck of all the other men, <laughs> and he has just amassed this, like, Chessy. the <laughs> subterranean <laughs> straw where he yeah. drinks yes. their souls out. I one drink by your one. luck milkshake to, like, <laughs> he's the, like, it's like WandaVision. He just takes all the powers of those yes, around yeah. him He really is superhuman. Yeah. And, and, and I'm not saying this because I wish he was hurt or anything. I'm just saying it as an observer. Like, yeah. it, it, it's remarkable to me that he's never faced sort of any real serious consequences for behavior that's sort of questionable over the years. Yeah. He's not a bad person. He just is, the, he calls himself Lord Disick. You, he, you know what he has and none of the other Kardashian men have? He's immensely charming. And like none of the others are <laughs> yeah, charming. And you're he right. is, I mean, as much as I would like to dislike somebody like Scott Disick, I can't help but admire him. Not because he's sleeping with the gun girls, not, nothing like that. <laughs> that I mean, doesn't hurt I mean, for you. I mean, not, the, yeah. not, not the first thing that pops right. into mind or anything. But, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> but just that he is he is so charming. Like, hearing him interviewed, he's got a wink and a smile about him. He just He's kind of one of these guys and nothing sticks yeah, to him. Yeah, the, the hardest part of his week now is he has to buy a new Lamborghini. Right? Oh. Like, ugh. Actually, gotta deal with that. He's gotta talk to his assistant who's gotta go buy a lamp. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But he wasn't, he was so he he leaves with minor cuts. It, it, our story mentioned that he wasn't sort of arrested or cited or anything, which is also such a skeptic moment to right. me because I don't think drugs or alcohol were necessarily involved, but there's clearly some reckless driving, speeding, yes, some something citable that yes. went on because it was a one-car collision with a mailbox. Yeah. Typically, everyone else drives I, by I, that mailbox I assume and misses if, it. If Scott <laughs> so, Disick's in his Lamborghini, he's not going 20 miles an hour. I guess right. I just kind of assume he's not. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think of Calabasas as such a small community where the cops may be sort of like, oh, right. we know we know Scott. You scamp. <laughs> you scamp. Oh, you. Why don't you get on home? Get Sp a bandaid on that. Speaking of Kardashian excess. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, the, the uh, Encore in Vegas, the hotel lobby there, had a, a better lineup than Coachella, basically. Um, so Travis Scott was there. The Weeknd was there. Tyga was there. Swedish House Mafia. They all came through this lobby uh, on Saturday. And it's also, yeah, it's funny, the Kardashian connection. In the all yes. dating. So Travis Scott has kids with Kylie. Yes. Kylie used to date Tyga. Yes. Tyga was recently photographed with Selena Gomez. Selena used to date The Weeknd. <laughs> it's also incestuous. I, it's it, like, it it's really all... Is. The Swedish House Mafia's yeah. like, hey, how do we get how do we get some of this? Well, they have a song with The Weeknd, so that's <laughs> oh, maybe... Well, that's it's more genuine. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like, hey, hey, Rob, can we uh, stay <laughs> yeah. overnight? The Swedish House guy's been trying to date Chloe for years. Just never been seen. <laughs> yeah, but... Well, I mean, yeah, They're all in the, in the lobby at the same time, right? I mean, they, or they, they kind of came and went. Like, I think Travis came came through first and then Tyga went through then the weekend came off of an elevator and met with Swedish House Mafia yeah. so I think Weekend's the only one who had a show in Vegas well I uh, assume Tyga Weekend didn't. and Swedish House Mafia both had shows uh, Tyga and Travis were at the Weekend show Weekend went to the Swedish House Mafia show Goodness. I'm trying to keep this all straight. Help, help me. So, so Eric, Eric knows a lot about music. Help me situate Tyga in the music firmament. Like, is he? A, I'm serious. I'm serious. Because oh, I, I think like of him as, as not okay. as Hold respected on. as a person like The just, Weeknd or Swedish Just to build on that, rank them one through four. I'd like to know where, where they are. Tra Travis Scott, The Weeknd, Tyga, and Swedish In terms of what? Rank them in, in terms, terms of, of fame or in terms of musical accomplishments? Okay. Which one? Oh, but, well, those are two them. different things. Uh, Travis and The Weeknd are pretty neck and neck at the top. Okay. Uh, in terms of just hits and and their power that they have, um, Swedish House. Well, no, I know you're being dismissive of Tyga here. I know you are. Uh, Tyga has a couple of hits, and also he's got fame. You know, like people still care about him. Yeah, like most people who had a, a handful of hits ten years ago, like he did five years ago, people don't How, remember that, or but care that about. But that famous Kardashian fame is that why? Yeah, it's, it's uh -huh. part of Kardashian fame, and just he keeps himself relevant yeah. through social media and things. Swedish House Mafia broke up for a long time. 
they got back together. It was kind of a big deal. They got back together, but they're more respected by like indie music people and dance fans. They seem the mirror image of Tyga, whereas Tyga has more fame than maybe musical you know qualifications to be in that group. Swedish House Mas- Mafia seems to have more musical qualifications and less fame. Like I yeah. couldn't pick a member of Swedish House Mafia out no. of a, out of no. a lineup. But you remember their song, Don't You Worry, Child? Remember Absolutely. That song? Yeah. No, no, I've yeah, heard of their music. Um, I, it was just an interesting assemblage because you're right. I, I am dismissive of, of Tyga maybe too much just because I feel like he has well, sort he of clung, say, he's clung yeah, to the so little say, bit of pain Say the four of them were doing a show together. Who's the opening act? Oh, Travis Scott, right? No, no he's the opening, the opening act. act. Sorry, sorry, the opening yeah. act. Uh... Tiger doesn't take the stage, I don't think. Tiger <laughs> yeah. doesn't take, oh, come on. Tiger gets think, a box. Just I, I think the hater. weekend followed by Travis Scott, and then they get on, and that's it. <laughs> With Swedish Alpha Mafia being the DJ in the background. Yeah, they did the whole set. Um, anyway, sort of an interesting, you don't see this many celebrities all at once, and it was cool to see them in a lobby because they're actually just like buddies. You saw Weekend yeah. interacting with Swedish Alpha Mafia. They, they've all worked the, together at some point or dated the same people, so there's connections. Let me ask a quick, quick question on this before we get off, to, off the subject. Has it always been the way that uh, big time musical artists have collaborated with each other. This is a this is a new thing, right? Where like the yes biggest artists know Drake and Bieber get together. And I agree. And Michael no, Jackson and Prince used to hate each other. They right. wouldn't they, collaborate. They, they tried to. No, no, Michael wanted Prince to collaborate with him. Bad was supposed to be a duet. But Prince would. Do uh, it. But like no, Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson worked together, and and you know Mick Jagger and Carly Simon back in the day. It, the, the difference is honestly, and this, I think this was as. No offense to both of you, as more lawyers got involved in the music business, <laughs> it became a matter of contractually, if I'm going to be on your song, I have to get a credit for it. Got I have it. to be right. featured. Got it, got back it, got then, it, got it. Got you it. know, Paul McCartney sang on Mellow Yellow and stuff. He, it wasn't featuring Paul McCartney. Nobody it did that back did then. Did not know that until this moment. You know oh, who yeah. brought yeah. everyone together? DJ Khaled. Just <laughs> Literally, the there's like 20 people on each of his songs. Everyone yeah. just links arms and was, has, has a feature on a DJ Khaled that, song. Tony Bennett, didn't he do an album? Oh, he did the Lady Gaga thing. She really brought him along. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right, so uh, taking a sort of uh, sadder turn, uh, the body of Kylie Rodney, who was this young woman who was, you know, partying uh, near Lake Tahoe and went missing. She was, you know, no one knew where she went. She left one evening and was never seen again. Uh, was, was about discovered two weeks ago, right? About two weeks ago. So she was missing for a while, and her body was recently discovered in a, in a submerged car. I think it was under 14 feet of water. And what's interesting is a YouTube dive team known as Adventures with Purpose actually discovered her her body. So I think this is a similar to, I watched recently the, the movie about the Thai cave boys, where remember everyone sort of came yeah, out of the, the woodwork yeah. to really sort of like, I can find them. Elon Musk came out of the woodwork. Uh, special dive teams were volunteering their efforts. I think Adventures with Purpose has a similar sort of goal. They wanted to do something sort of meaningful rather than just be social media stars looking for clicks. And they went out and they 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 found they found her body, which is which is good. It gives the you know the family some closure. And I just found it an interesting sort of intersection of social media gets a lot of flack. It it it, it sort of 
you know, occasions a lot of harm on the world these days, but it also has sort of this good yeah. side effect when you have people doing things with purpose, even if they had sort of mixed motives and wanted to sort of have a lot of subscribers, they were actually doing something that, that helped put closure for a family. And that's, they did, because people have been looking for her for, for almost two weeks now, yeah. and they found her in two days. Yeah, it it just marshals the resources of humanity, social media, right? Because sometimes the officials can't find her. Sometimes the cops don't have the well, dive they have limited sometimes. resources. Limited and, resources, yeah. and and yeah. so it it does take sort of everyone. And I found it interesting because I'm I'm the first person being you know to say like social media is is mostly a net negative in a lot of ways. Uh, but in this instance, I I, I don't know. Still on that negative, though, right? I think probably still on net. Yeah. <laughs> but this is good. <laughs> no, it's good no. to see the positive side of the ledger you once in a while. You get stuff like this. You, get, yeah. you hear the great stories about people who have fallen on hard times or something bad has happened to them. They're able to source funds through various various means. There, there are really some great things come out of social media. And collective sort of humanity coming together in a single place and doing Yeah, doing really sad things. story. It is. I mean, it's, 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 that's one of those things you always wonder. Like, it's, it's, it's closure for the parents, but would they have rather just not had it? No, they wouldn't have I, it. They would have it. Yeah, they want to have it. I don't know. They want to have it. Otherwise, it's always like, is she out there? But would you want yes. to kind of hope that? I, I don't know. We're getting too deep maybe, on that. Maybe. I, I, this kind of, these kind of stories though, scare the crap out of me. We have young kids. I don't have kids as old as Jason's, but Jason's, you know, she looks like your daughter could be. Like she's like a younger person and th- these sco- stories always like sort of shit. Uh, yeah. Of course, right? they're terrifying. They're terrifying. Yeah, they're it makes me want to get those apple tags and staple, <laughs> staple them to my kids. No, <laughs> yeah. for sure. No, I understand. I understand. All right. Well, Jason, take us on a different note. This is, uh, this is still uh, one of the biggest stories that we've ever covered covered here and now there's a follow-up to it yeah one of the biggest stories in the history of tmz and yep. the biggest stories in the history of media in the last 20 years was sure. kim, kim k's uh a, a brief uh, abduction and uh the the theft of her jewels in a paris hotel room in 2016 you remember there was sort of a band of a gang of folks who came and they tied her up and they called them the grandpa robbers they're they all older were, men. they were older yeah. men um too close to home um <laughs> but <laughs> Um, all older men, but they had come in, they had tied her up. She, she very much believed that she was going to be killed during this incident. They stole, you know, uh, uh, jewels from her, from her hotel room in Paris. They were eventually all captured. I believe everybody was captured. They were imprisoned. They were, some of them were tried. They did jail and everybody did jail time. Well, there was an interview with, with one of them or, or a discussion with one of them named, named, uh, Eunice Abbas. And he did it with uh, Vice News. And he talks about what went into the entire robbery. He talks about a lot of the stuff. The most important thing that came out or the most sort of interesting thing that came out of it is he said that he would, has no regrets whatsoever, no regrets. would do it all over again. I mean, says she had it coming. She, she, she is, he is as bold as to say she yeah. was flaunting wealth. He said she was throwing away money. Throwing away money. And this is sort to of- To which this, he was entitled, apparently. Yeah, it's a little, it's so it's so French. It's a little like Les Mis sort yeah, it's of. Like, like, it's like, like just taking trying, basic thievery and now elevating it to like, you know, we're fighting for the underdog and the poor people and yes. we're, we're, you know, eat the rich, that whole kind of thing. And it became like, now it's like his, like his social cause. I don't the problem is he sold millions in jewelry from from a woman who was yes flaunting it on the internet, but he didn't steal bread for his family. He stole well, millions he also, in jewels. It's 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 hard to take the mantle of I'm the hero Rob, of Robin Hood stole the bread and distributed it far and wide to everybody who yes. needed it. He he enriched himself. <laughs> yeah, these guys right. are thieves. Right. That's just a raw wealth transfer. Right. Now you're rich. <laughs> like it's it's not it's not the same. <laughs> yeah, and you're right because in his if if you hold up what he's saying if and you run with it, then somebody would have the right to steal from him That's the right. jewels that he's then stole. It's a, it's a never-ending robbery <laughs> carousel. <laughs> right, right? All of it totally justified. <laughs> yeah. but you know, like, do you think he really believes this? Or is this just... It's, it's hard like, to pick up on tone in interviews with people who aren't speaking 
uh, sort of English. I think it's hard to like read. So I don't yeah. know if if there was some tongue in cheek. People or, are able to justify their actions no matter what they do, right? N- nobody thinks they're bad people. Everybody thinks that they have a reason for their bad I, acts. I guess I would think he must believe it because you would think, you know, if he wants any chance of maybe getting out of prison earlier, then you'd be like, oh, I'm so sorry. And like yes. you try and be more contrite about it. And he's not. He's like, eh, nope, I don't regret it. I'd do it again. I do think on the on the ledger of who deserves the most sympathy, there there's not a point to what he's saying in terms of I have no regrets and and, and I would do it again. And, and but there is a point they did, to saying that she's not the most sympathetic victim you can think of. Even if you of. feel like you don't feel bad for Kim Kardashian losing yeah. money. Remember, they did break in and tie her up. Yes. Like, and she, terrifying. It was a home invasion. Like, that is horrifying. Oh, I think she was traumatized by it. You know, we have a lot of questions about what is the sincerity of when Kim expresses something. Because on the show, she talked about how the ordeal. But this one seems sincere. I mean, you have a bunch well, of people of course speaking it be. a foreign language around you with, you know, tying you up and putting you in a bathtub. It's really, really traumatic and disorienting at the least. Um, yeah, she lost a little bit of money. It didn't affect her sort of long-term wealth prospects. So I understand in one sense that, that she's not the most sympathetic person in the world. You, you you disagree with no, me? No, no, but it's still I a dramatic I th- event. I, I would still regret doing. I think it. she's equally sympathetic. I mean, the, the loss of money's I don't know what sympathy for, but I have just as much sympathy as anybody going through this as a ordeal. Human, yeah. and, as a human, but also like the idea that somebody who doesn't have the money that you have that you've rightfully earned. Nobody accuses Kim Kardashian of doing anything except rightfully earning her money. We may dislike the way she does it, but she rightfully earns it. Yeah. The idea that somebody who doesn't have that and hasn't done it and hasn't worked as hard or hasn't accomplished as much, therefore has some measure of entitlement to that money, I, I reject that out of hand. And I don't know that that's what this guy is saying. Oh, well, that seems to be what he said, yeah. Yeah. right? Well, what about yeah, that she yeah. had too much money? Right. Yeah. What yeah. about Louis and, and Marie Antoinette, though, living in the Palace of Versailles? Well, Hold on, but they, they, they were, determined they, people's lives. Well, yeah. yes, they, they slaughtered thousands yeah. of Parisians, and they also stole money from pe- when yeah. they would want to buy a new crown for themselves. They would go and just say, "Peasants, give me more money at the at the tip of a sword." Right. It's a little different than Kim Kardashian putting up another stupid video. Yeah, yeah. I would say a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to throw it out. There. We're still too close Very to it. Fresh. It's only been six years, and Kim's still too scarred by it. But someday, this is going to be such a good movie. Oh, I couldn't agree more. Like, this is going to when be When you see a, the cast of the burglars plotting this, because he said right. he stalked her on social media for a while. I'm like, this is going to be a really good movie. It's going to be a, a two-part documentary on the Untold series. Like, I yeah. just saw the Manti yeah. Teo thing. There's going to be one of these. The plotting, the finish, the trauma. Yeah. Do you yeah, do it in good. French with English subtitles, or do you just have, um, like, English-speaking people do it with weird accents? <laughs> oh, oui, oui. I can always oh. wonder why they just speak with a weird French accent when they're <laughs> yeah. speaking English in these movies, I but I think it gives it a certain je ne sais quoi. Oh, oh, oh. and of course he speaks French. <laughs> right. All right. Right, that'll do it for us. Uh, we'll see you guys on wait, Wednesday. Wait, oh, oh, big, big notice. What? TMZ podcast, up until now, just three days a week. Starting this week, we're going to five days a week. Oh, wow. Five days. Yeah, every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Not just Monday, Wednesday, Friday. You guys wanted more. We're giving you more. All right. All right. See you then. Well, then see you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> see you. Bye.